everybody! Welcome to another week of board shenanigans. And this week, we're live, we're nude, we're taking it all off and leaving it all off the table that we're dancing on. Well, it's That's nice right. that we're putting You're it somewhere. In... I mean, we can't just throw it all willy-nilly <laughs> across the floor. No, no. No, no, no. You, uh, you know, we might even we might even fold it fold it for you before we put it all up on the table and shake our itty bits with our audio brilliance. Yes, and if you're joining us for the first time, we're sorry. We are so sorry. Like the amount of sorry, I don't, and I can't, I can't hand out enough sorries to fix you. I'm sorry. Like soup so, kitchens will not fill the hunger in your belly of that the sorrow will leave. And that voice you hear right there is the venerable Reverend Ryan Brewer, a man who I'm trying to shoehorn our normal interests into after we've talked all over each other. Yes. Traditionally, what would happen is he would insult me, I would insult him, and then I would ask him if anything wonderful and or exciting happened this well, week. Well, should we do a take two? Is, this, is, that where, is that what you're saying? That probably should happen. Okay, I take up. two. I'm sure take one you'll hear anyways, but... Right. <laughs> Three, two, one. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another week of Bored Shenanigans. Wait, I have a quick As question. Always. This is live and new. <laughs> so... So that means, in theory, I'm not allowed to edit out this take one, so we have to go with take two. Or take three, probably, now, correct? I think so. I think so. I mean, that that is the rules of I, I live. I mean, we have to live like, by our see... naming conventions, Cody. Yeah, yeah, we have to. And, I mean, you have to A leave all the blemishes on the table. I mean, it, it, we, all the blemishes have to be on the table. You know, it, that, oh, that weird-looking mole, everybody, I mean, it doesn't, they don't care. What's I mean, okay, yeah, it's tables not... Today? It's not the most attractive thing, but, like, they just want that dance. Oh, yes. Okay. Take three. Okay. Wait, 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 yes? wait, wait, wait. Before we take three, you're telling me that if it was a live nude thing and we were, like, shaking, shaking our whatnots for, like, loyal, horny people, you wouldn't immediately get on the table? Where would you dance? Uh, you know, I, personally, I, I like a lot, a lot more up-close-and-personal touch to it, you know. And by up-close-and-personal touch, well, I think you know what I mean. You know, right there in their laps, where they can easily slide their dollar-dollar bills into my under-under-pants. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I, well, I would like their that. Benjamin Franklins to like go all up and down my my lightning rod. No, I just I just would like. Well, I guess you probably don't get to go to strip clubs anymore, but you should <laughs> you should do that next time. Like, I'm a, I'm gonna put these in your under underpants. <laughs> Girls respond to the phrase underpants, right? Uh, only if you say under under. Ah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Three, two, one. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another week of Board Shenanigans. As always, I'm joined by the Federal Reverend Ryan Brewer, a man who is the representation of what's under Donald Trump's wig. Ah, yes. And I am joined by Cody Jeems, a swaggering, overbearing dictator with illusions of godhood. <laughs> Indeed. So, hey, Brewer, I don't know if you've heard, because it's kind of under the radar, but... Oh, there they're, they're remaking uh, Starship Troopers? That, too, but also, there was an election in this country, and some people weren't too pleased about the results. Have, have you have you heard about this? I mean, I know uh, it's, it, it's kind of hard to pick up on that. I mean, I was outside the other day, and there were, like, these, like, people in the streets with, like, you know, mustaches and, like, cardigans and, like, and, and like holier-than-thou attitudes that were really angry about something, and I can only assume they're angry because elections are happening. 
Well, and isn't it kind of funny that they they seem to pick they seem to pick the uh, the mask of a guy who was essentially essentially an elitist anyways, and they have no historical context for whenever they do these sorts of things. Is that just is that interesting to anybody else, or is it just it, me? it is weird? Yeah, it's 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 weird that they would choose some some kind of like guy who was like you know signature was like buying and selling things for like his own benefit to like lead yeah um i mean who could they possibly get they i mean no matter who was running against this person they had to be better right you you'd think so no you would think so who was it was it that was that was it that uh guy whose name vaguely sounds like a a male appendage (laughs) no it wasn't charlie chaplin ah which, however, like before, before we get going on this, oh, are we just gonna give him a full gimmick? No, no, no. If 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 we were to decide that we were going to be anonymous protesters, and you needed to assume the the caricature mask of someone to like heed the movement, who would you pick? Any any anybody from history or hell, it could be fictional or real. I don't care. Uh, whose mask would I wear? Well, hmm. Part of me wants to say Michael Myers because I would actually just be wearing the mask of William Shatner and it'd be just two masks right. deep. And then maybe I could put like a Kato mask on top of the, the, the Michael Myers mask. So I'm like three masks deep. <laughs> no, you should put the Groucho Marx like, well, glasses that too. on top of them. <laughs> oh, 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 masks. <laughs> just stack your masks so you're ultra in disguise. Yeah, you know. Nobody will ever recognize so, like, me. You've heard of one man bands, Cody, right? Well, I'll be a multi-faced... Multi-man mask? Yeah, a, a one-man faced. I don't... The, you know the, what I... The, the man of a thousand disguises? Something like that. You know, that was James West. But. Yeah. <laughs> and see, I think I would just... On a very, very similar token, I would just get a Zap Brannigan mask. Oh. Because I feel that I feel that just a thousand Brannigans marching in the streets, like, what could possibly, like, further your cause? Oh, there's that. Uh, that's... It's very true. Uh, it would be a very moist march. <laughs> I know. A Brannigan never forgets. Brannigan's law. I mean, I guess other, you know, other a Nixon mask is always funny. Uh, that's very true. I mean, how, how do you go wrong with a Nixon mask? <laughs> you want good sex, Nixon mask. <laughs> do you, do you need a loan from the I... bank? Nixon mask. <laughs> Need help studying what, for your what? test, your history test. Nixon mask. Minority trouble hailing a cab. Nixon, Nixon mask. mask. <laughs> I just like the notion of going into a bank with a Nixon mask on and being like, "I am a crook." <laughs> like robbing a bank with a Nixon mask on. <laughs> like the irony of it is that true? It's a- oh, that's that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I really, I really. <laughs> I really enjoy that concept. It'd be almost as good as like wearing a Gandhi mask and starting a fight. Mm, true. Like inciting a riot. Man in Gandhi mask incites riot. I mean, he would get national coverage for sure. Very true. That is funny. Hmm. Man in Bacchus mask has hunger strike. <laughs> Ma- 
man in Abraham Lincoln, Lincoln mask tells so many lies. That was like, shoots other people in the head. Oh, that's even better. Yeah, that's true. Oh, man, that's funny. Uh, anywho, so what were we at before we started masking this up? You, you, you mask um, our original purpose. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get you lost in the masquerade. Um, well... Everybody else is talking about what happened with the election night. Let's just be like everybody else. Oh, I love being like everybody else. That makes me different. Honestly, I feel that it's our duty as fucking people with a piss poor podcast. I, I really feel like we have to discuss this. Oh, okay. Let's uh, let's get to some discussing now. What aspect of this? What what should our format be for discussing? Do you, should we, should we, should we try to do this a little differently? Maybe. Do you think we should maybe start off with some positive aspects first? Um, because no one's gonna okay, do that. Yeah, yeah, because everybody's gonna be like, "Wow!" or "Woo!" So, though, granted, because here's my thought. You know, if we save all the positives for the end, people are gonna you know tune out through all the, all the negativity and never never hear our other side. But if we start off positively, we're gonna be sympathizers, and and uh, there might be rioting in the streets in front of our our studio. Yeah, and I don't know that how Ronnie would handle a riot situation, and I know Government Monty would just start shooting, so, yeah. you know. We might need to check in on him later, see how he's doing. Yeah, I, I'm sure he has an opinion of this. It's true. I, in, in, you know, too too bad we couldn't, too bad, you know, I was available and you couldn't get Government Monty to, to, to co-host with you today, because that would have been, a, uh, that yeah. was sure would have been an interesting show, just you and Government Monty fully. Very true. But, uh, but we didn't but bring that up beforehand, maybe. so... Maybe, maybe, perhaps Government Monty will uh, swing by while we're recording because we can't add any outside outside sound bits into a new live news episode. It goes against the protocol. Exactly. And Ronnie gets irate whenever we go against protocol. I mean, he's you know he was started as a production assistant, but he's quickly becoming tyrannical back. There. He is. He's he's starting to show us who's boss. It, 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 <laughs> it's this weird like form of like of like reverse like reverse employment contr- yeah re- reverse controlling i don't know he lets us bitch at him all the time but like he's the, he's the master behind the, he's he sits in the dark booth and like pulls the strings yeah, yeah. totally <laughs> um well okay maybe we should do the like here's a positive here's a negative thing or i, I don't know be, i, I guess the big, we do it let, 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 let's, 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 let's let it flow okay so Starting off, I was genuinely 100% surprised. I did not expect this election to go that way. Not even a little bit. Um, now I don't know if that's, and I, Burger and I have talked about this like six times. We're going to repeat the same things to each other, but possibly better. Oh, hopefully. Um, but I don't know if that says that the system is more, is less rigged than I thought it was, because I truly thought Hillary was going to win. Or if people are just stupider than I thought they were. I, I really don't know which, and I don't know that I've come to a conclusion on that yet. I don't think her victory would have ever been rigged, but stupider might be the case. And, you know, I mean, let's going in on this. We and Cody have different political views, to say say at least. Um, but, you know... I, I'm trying to make sense of it myself as far as how it all happened, like where it all came from, how it all happened. And my only thought process is, is, is okay, to be plain and simple, how could he get elected saying like the, the crazy shit that he said? Let's just put, put, it, put our cards on the table. How could you be that big of a nutbag and spewing out that much like hate and vitriol and, and back talk, talking and circum talking and re talking and. See, I, I honestly, I don't know other than. 
I, the only thing that really makes me believe it is I think people were so tired of of mainstream news telling them what opinion they should have to the point where they selected anybody that was different. Um, the same reason, and it's the same principle as to why Bernie Sanders got as much as much burn as he did, as as much as much as he as he got out of it. Um, it's it's that exact same. It's that exact same, that's exact same reasoning. Um, I think people got really tired of being told who to pick. And since most people don't put, don't care enough or go whatever, cause whatever you want to do it, if you want to put it, blame it on people or if you want to blame it on whatever. But since there's generally not another source of news outside of what is easy and convenient to get and comes to everybody's house, I think they, I think a lot of people just got tired of it and just picked, okay, I don't want this one, I want that one. I mean, do you think a lot of it was, cause the only thing that could possibly make sense to me as well is like, do you think a lot of it was simply, um, I, and I hate to say it this way, they were uninformed, but to, to the fact of, like, you know, they just weren't watching any news at all, and they're like, oh, well, you know, there's I'm a Republican, so I have to vote for the Republican, and I'm like, I guess this, you know, businessman can do it. Why why, why would he do a worse job? And I didn't like that Clinton guy, because he got his dick sucked in an Oval Office. And I, I think that's a lot of it, honestly. I think a lot of it is the drive-by education that anybody has, where... Because it doesn't matter if there's any truth to it. It's the reputation and rumors are what become factual. That's what people believe, regardless of, regardless of how much, how much is true or false out of it. And I think that that was part of it because I think a lot of people that are still currently, because right now as we speak, there's a riot in Los Angeles about this and people are protesting. I think a lot of those people, I would, I would not be surprised if the only reason they think that, or the reason that they believe that Trump is a racist, bigot, asshole, anti-feminine, gonna deport Muslims, and all the stuff that he is, you know, has said, it's not because they heard it. It's because they heard other people say that he said that. I think that's a very fair estimate that it's a big game of telephone. Yeah, one of the interesting factors that went went on throughout this campaign was, particularly with I can think of with Johnson and and, and Bernie Sanders, is that they would say some crazy, crazy off the wall bullshit of like, "I'm gonna do, I'm gonna get rid of the Department of Education because fuck, why not?" Or you know, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna get rid of the." You know, you know, I'm gonna forget, I'm gonna raise the middle wage up to thirty dollars an hour or whatever. Cause why the fuck not? But and the, and and the immediate response would be, well, how are you gonna do that? How are you gonna do that? What's your policy? How how are you gonna like replace this? What's your solution? How how is this gonna work? And then they go like, um, uh, 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 um, uh, exactly. But then Trump would say, I'm going to fucking build walls and, like, towers and shit and, like, fuck all of this. And people would just... And, and they're going to pay Woo! for it. Yeah. And and I think I think one of the things that... I, I cannot look at this election with anything other than what a giant missed opportunity for somebody else. Because fuck me. Fuck me did the third parties lose it. And I wanted them to do well. I legitimately did. I wanted them to at least have something fucking different. Like... I did not agree. Ideologically, I did not agree with Bernie Sanders. I don't. I think a lot of his economic policies are batshit insane. But, but, he sure fucked it up. And especially did he, I think he fucked up, fucked up his legacy to such a degree by picking Clinton's side that I, I think he's damaged goods forever now. Um, I could not be more disappointed in the libertarian candidates. And I voted for Johnson last time. And I was pretty happy I did. 
I couldn't be any more disappointed in them. I think that was a terrible selection. I think these just I nothing was good about them. They had other options that were better. Um, I don't think that they could have picked worse people. I don't think um, they could have picked worse the, the representatives. McAfee. And oh, see, and I'm a huge McAfee fan, but anyway, I, all um, I say, you can't get rid of his antivirus. It's impossible to uninstall that. It'd probably be impossible to install him as president. But <laughs> I, even even with even with that, I mean, I there was this was such an opportunity for somebody somebody else to have a chance. I mean, even I was super hard on Rand Paul, and I think that he would have. I think that that would have been a decent option as well. Or even, I mean, there there was or even with Jill Stein, that would have been. You know how how out of in an election year like this, whenever it's this ridiculous, and so many people are dissatisfied because for every person, I for every, I feel like for every person that's yay, I'm glad that that Trump won and conservatism is going to live and America's going back to what it needs to be or whatever the fuck. Or just as many people who are crying unconsolably because this is the end of the world because they think that Hitler just got elected. I, for every one of those people, I feel like there's ten people that are like, what the fuck, and don't like any of the options at all. So, I, I really, truly feel like the entire political process failed mightily whenever there's not even a little bit of a substitute that, of from a different party that could have presented itself. I think all the third parties fucking messed up so bad. And the, the, just the thought that not one independent didn't at least try. If so, cause, you know, in a, in an election cycle of complete insanity, if somebody would have come forward with reasonable ideas presented in a reasonable manner, Maybe, you know, th- that would have been the one fucking sane stone in the in the cycle of bullshit. Well, that's actually sort of what I wanted to get to that I did want to say before we started recording, um, was that my thought process as far as why why Gary Johnson was as crazy as he was because I think he w- I think it was a tactical choice to act crazy because everybody else was acting crazy so he didn't so he didn't want to be left behind or at least I hope that was what he was thinking um I never like you know I didn't particularly like him at all but you know I just seriously hope that that, <laughs> that that was his motivation because how could you have that many crazy otherwise I, I feel like that's a reasonable assumption because he was not that ridiculous Last uh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember him and, sticking out his tongue ever before. And, and and he was actually he his numbers were better last election cycle too. Um, but I, honestly, he I can rant and rave about Gary Johnson all this entire fucking episode. I mean, he was such an intellectual lightweight. I just legitimately cannot stand the guy, and I, I lost a lot of faith in the Libertarian Party for electing him. And I think it'll irrec- I think his choice as the as the presidential campaign may irrevocably damage lower level candidates in local offices, honestly. I, I think it I think it may stain that. Maybe not like to the end of the world, but I don't think it'll help. Um anyway. I, I don't know, but I just th- this was this was one of those where it's like I know there's the Justice Party, I know there's the Reform Party, I know there's the Constitution Party, I know there's five or six other parties that have been around with tenure and have gotten into smaller local offices. And I feel like had any of them, had any of them even tried, or if even if one of the candidates from one of the major sides, if Bernie had not endorsed Hillary, if he had ran, run as an independent or joined a third, or joined another party, or if Rand had been endorsed by, by somebody else, I feel like there was a lot of other options that were far superior than what we wound up with. And I, I guess, I don't know if it was voter, it was voter fatigue or, 
people just wanting it to be over with, or hey, let's pick something that's different. I don't know. I, but I, I'm yeah. Like I said, I, I, I kind of feel at least half the people that voted for him like were just literally just uninformed, for lack of a better way to put it. Or just you know they they just you know they heard him say a couple weird things here and there, but it just I don't know how to describe it. And there's like and and they're Republicans, so they voted Republican. Um, I've heard from what what as far as what I've heard otherwise is I had a call with somebody about uh, getting an engine for my car and um he's like the first thing he said was like well you're in texas there you guys did pretty good in the election it's like you know i mean i'm not ashamed to say i voted for trump because because um well you know i i own a small business and and republicans like small business and i'm like well i mean he's the kind of guy that would that would buy and sell your business to somebody else but because that's literally his job as a ceo is to buy small businesses and sell them to bigger ones but and then the other thing was i kept hearing people saying like well, I voted for Trump because he was a uh, pro-life, and Trump is 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 as pro-life as he is, you know. Well, like, as there are voters to vote for him, you know. Why is he pro-life? Because pro-life people will vote st- strategically vote for anybody that says they're pro-life. And- I, I just I, I I hate the idea and the notion that it comes down to like, did your team win? I, I, I just I can't get past what amount of bullshit that is of oh did your team win no my team lost or my it doesn't fucking matter it, it's such a it's such a cooperated system and it's such it's so ridiculous that i mean it's laughable it's completely laughable and honestly the only reason i voted in this election was because of the lower level offices i didn't fucking have cuz Sadly, there were not enough characters to write, to write in, I don't negotiate with terrorists, so I had to settle for none of the above. But, I, I just, I, I, I really, really can't, ugh. I mean, I just, I, I wasn't gonna hold my nose and pick one of the, one of the other because I don't affiliate with either team. Mm-hmm. See, I, I, I don't either, but in, in a different direction than you do. Uh, should we, should we kinda discuss this a little bit? Just for anybody that's new listening? Yeah, 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 hit me with it. Oh, I, I mean, as far as like, you know, if someone held a gun to my head and said, choose a political party, I'm going to choose centrist because that makes sense to me. The concept of like, oh, well, there's no party. Um, you just, you'll look at each issue individually and come up with the solution opposed to using an ideology to come up with a solution. Like, well, you know, what should we do about border security? Eh, I don't think a wall's the right choice, but I don't think we should give amnesty to everybody either. So let's, you know, Let's make it easier to get legal citizenship and at the same time increase patrols. Or, huh, what should we do about, you know, dwindling education numbers? Well, you know, let's do, you know, opposed to, opposed to like, oh, well, I have to, I'm, 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 pro, I'm pro-life because, you know, I'm, I'm a Republican and like Republicans are like, like pro-life and all, you know, and uh, like, you know, taxes, um, the, the, the wealthy, like they should have all the, like all the taxes because I'm like, a, like a Democrat and like, that's what we say. Like, so my thought is, you know, let's look at everything individually and choose the best answer. And and see, I'm on a total different wavelength than him because I fucking tell you, I'm an anarchist because I th- I do not think that democracy works at all. However, I feel that I'm trying to be pragmatic enough to realize, even though I don't necessarily believe in the government that I am part of, I'm irrevocably tied to it. So any any motivation that I would have to vote for anybody would just be for the sake of personal liberty, and that's truly what it would always come down to. Um. 
I don't feel that either of the major candidates offered that. And like I said, I was so disgusted with all the third party options. I could not pick one. I protest voted. And I'm not going to get into the fucking thing of you threw your vote away or I'm the reason that whoever lost or won. I'm not. I'm not playing that. I, I just don't care because I think it's bullshit. Um, but I at least can respect, I mean, because I feel like Brewer and I are at least disenfranchised enough with the status quo that we have a lot of common ground. Um, and I feel as though maybe perhaps the American voters could realize that as well. Like, okay, so what? You're pro-life or pro-choice, whatever the fuck you are, whatever your thing is, or your, whatever your sacred cow is, fine. Okay, well... Maybe can we not all agree that giant multi-million dollar corporations shouldn't get tax breaks or churches shouldn't get tax breaks or, you know, maybe we don't need to go and invade another country. Just, just small things like that. I think we could all agree on that are major issues and just work towards some sort of, some sense of harmony instead of throwing a hissy fit and fucking, you know, the, the same people that claim to be for peace are the ones that are fucking calling for a revolution right now because of the current... Are the ones that are burning cars right now? Yeah, and... Those same people. And and I, I'm fully in the camp of, like, you know, look, I'm sad Hillary didn't win just simply because I think it was, she was... Of the two, she's the better choice. Because... And if you want my 50-cent reasoning, because, you know, I don't know about you, Cody, I, I tend to... If I was uh, hiring somebody, I'd hire someone that had experience over someone that didn't. Um, and also, I'd hire someone that wasn't, you know, you know thumbing their nose at me in, in the chair saying I'm stupid. But... And see, that's the other that's the other thing that actually really terrifies me about Donald Trump is because at this point, he is legitimately one of the richest people on the planet. So what does he have to prove? I mean, it doesn't matter. He wanted to do it to do know- it. Yeah. Right. It's it's like this is his funsies hobby. Yeah, and like and I we, mean like like that that I mean he to me it's almost like the kid with the ant farm and where his ants. And that really bothers me. Yeah, a I lot. think that's the scariest thing about him is is why did he want to? And I think it's just because he doesn't like to lose. Uh and the other thing that I will say that everybody is having a fucking coronary about is yes, the House and the Senate are both they're both they're all red right now. They're all they're all Republican, but the Senate is only, is barely, is barely, barely in control of the Republicans. So, realistically, I don't know that it's just going to be this free-for-all that everyone is convinced where you're going to, you know, we're kicking Mexicans and Muslims out tomorrow and banning Islam and anybody that wears a burqa, and I don't think we're quite at that level. And I would like to think that maybe, just maybe, this will this will be one of those elections that proves that the that the president does not have near the power that we have all decided that he does. Because realistically, he shouldn't, and he doesn't. But... I mean, is if you pay, because your midterm elections are coming up. There's two years until those come up. Yeah. That would, you know, that those people actually legitimately represent you at that level. I mean, I, I don't know. If nothing else, if absolutely nothing else, if you're that disenfranchised with the way that this election came out, and I don't know how you can't be, um, regardless of what team you were on, because I don't think, because I, I don't, I wouldn't have been any happier if Hillary won. Truly, I would not have been. Um, I think regardless of whatever team you're on, this should at least inspire you enough to, well, what can we do to actually change the culture? And to, cause that's one thing that I feel always happens is politics is the very last thing that follows a cultural shift. So perhaps, just perhaps we should start to move the conversations and the culture towards something that actually benefits everybody. 
Yeah. Instead of yep. Instead of this restrictive police state style of thing that we've got going on, because it's very obvious that we're heading there, where we've got militarized police, and you know we've got these re- rules and regulations on things that they really shouldn't be regulated at the federal level. I mean, the only positive I can really take out of this election is at least we've kind of decided that marijuana is not as bad as everybody thinks it was. I mean, I guess that's a win. Yeah, I, I, it's still not backed by science as medicine, and that's what worries me about it getting legalized, is how many people are going to be denied the medicine they need because they think smoking pot will save them? Yeah, but I also... I and This is one of those where you and I differ greatly, because I sort of feel that it shouldn't matter, it should just be recreational anyways, and who the fuck cares? Um, and and I, I, I truly maintain the reason that it is illegal is not so much because of medical reasons or whatever, because I don't feel that there's the science... I don't feel the research has been done to back it up one way or the other. I really just don't think it ever has had the opportunity. Um, I think the biggest reason that it's always pushed to maintain and be illegal is because... It's something that you can grow at home. And it, whereas if you want to make your own whiskey or brew your own beer, it's a big, long, hairy process, and you can't sell it commercially, and there's a lot of restrictions and regulations on it and on who gets to control it and all those sorts of things. I don't think that happens with marijuana, and I don't think that people would want it to. So I think that's more the reason why it's actually still illegal. Mm. It, it might be. And, and I mean, that's probably realistically probably the reason why it's still illegal. That, like I said, my, my fear is a, a deeper fear of, of it becoming illegal. Like, fine, I don't care if you do it as recreational. You know, hell, why don't you just, why don't you open up your, 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 your pot bars or whatever you call those things? Uh, I'm fine with that, I guess. Um, I mean, it is safer than, than, you know, <laughs> The, the the LD50 of marijuana is a, is a lot higher than the LD50 of alcohol. Yes, as Cody drinks three drinks in a row, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I wish you would have seen that during this conversation, listeners. <laughs> Finish that one. I'm for the next one. <laughs> Cody has been turned into an alcoholic by this political season. Uh, oh, that's not that far from the case. Um. Yeah, but you know, like, and, and that's the thing is, well, quickly on the on the writing thing, I wanted to say is, you know, you're making yourselves look like jackasses writing in the streets doing this. It's the reason why people didn't like the Black Lives Matter. It's the reason why they're not going to like you. You know, be yeah. calm, sit down in a park, chant there, don't block people on their way to work, don't smash the windows in cars. It's you're not going to solve any problems that way. Yeah, I don't know what you're what you're expecting by violent outbursts. I really don't. Yeah, just um, like there was the a town square and do that. Go. Don't get me don't get me wrong. There's a place for civil disobedience. There really is. But whenever you start destroying other people's property, you've lost that place. Yeah, and, and I mean, if there are people standing in like in, in the streets, like I said, you know, block blocking the highway for me to get to wherever I'm going. That's not going to make me sympathize with your cause. Exactly. You know, I, 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 and I mean, I have the. I just feel like it's the most overreactionary response from, in general, a group of people that are the worst at overreacting to anything. Because in they in the super progressive left have been for a long time the worst at demonizing anybody for anything because you're racist or xenophobic or homophobic or whatever the fuck you are because you don't necessarily agree with their with their points 
And I, I don't give a fuck. Fuck progressives, like left leaning progressives, are fucking Christians without the mythology. It's the same goddamn difference. Yeah. Do what we say, or we're gonna condemn you. And I, I, I feel like it's a bunch of people that don't have a further reaction. We didn't get our way, so we're gonna do this. Yeah, maybe you should and, have protested Trump. You know, I don't know, two weeks before, you know, or like, you know, I don't know, a couple days before, you know, early voting or something. You know, I don't know, before it happened. If you're gonna protest, like, because honestly, no matter how. Let's pretend he is Hitler. Let's pretend we, you know, elected, you know, Adolf Hitler Trump. Right, yeah. I don't think we should overturn it just because that would set the precedent to throw out any president in the future because somebody doesn't like him. And we can't and we can't set that precedent or it'll allow someone worse than Adolf Hitler Trump, you know, uh Joseph Stalin Trump to to muscle in and take control permanently. And and I also feel that it's it just really goes back to okay you're dissatisfied with what happened at the federal level in general probably the only election you're going to vote in the entire four years um, I am ima- I'm just I'm very much imagining this you're upset about the way that this happened and so you're going to make a big scene and cry and block traffic and I, I actually watched somebody videotape a woman shitting on a Donald Trump sign, and I'm pretty glad that they recorded that, and that's going to haunt her on the internet forever, I hope. Um, but anyway, the you're that person. Well, wouldn't that just mean like, well, hey, maybe at the local level I should enact things that will at least help whatever my Cur- particular his, thing. His thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, because I am imagining, since he is so out of his element, he's going to surround him with the same status quo that's been around. I don't imagine that he's going to get... I mean, I heard Ben Carson might be his uh, leader, of, or the board of education leader, or whatever. Yeah, and, and is, uh, climate change denier is going to be the head of the EPA. It, which is kind of d- terrifying. Yeah. But maybe you should look at it as, you know, and, like for instance... And, and Trump, it, for, whether he... and see, the, Well, I'll let you go on before I say this. Well, and, and maybe you should look at it at the local level of, okay, for instance, in Texas, where Brewer and I both live, I imagine that the abortion laws are probably going to get shittier than they already are. Because they got pretty shitty. They, they really did, where you have to go to the designated area, and it's a big fucking clusterfuck right now. If somebody actually wants an abortion, I, I completely disagree with that as far as, fuck, we've had, I don't know how many episodes talking about it. We have a super long one somewhere in the back catalogs about it, too. Yeah. Um, I would. If this was the kind of episode very, where you edit them, I would insert it right here, the name of that episode. But I, I know it's called, like, abort or abort this or something. Um, but anyway, that, that sort of thing is one of those, like, okay, well, at the local level, I'd sure like us to go back to, Getting rid of that kind of bullshit because there's no way that that's not right or well, whatever. But you should, at the very least, try and get some locals, local representation that would actually benefit you because, you know, at the end of the day, the state still does have some power. It, it, it doesn't all have to come from centralized government. If you'd actually, you know, there is the whole like 14th Amendment thing. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, that's not the Or 10th s- Amendment. That, that- I'm sorry. The 14th Amendment. Wow. Whew. 10th Amendment. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh man anyway go ahead oh uh yeah yeah i mean i don't know like i said the first thing is what i what i was about to point out along with you know ben carson being you know an, an anti-educationist and an anti-climate anti, uh, change guy being promoted um 
the other thing is, you know, Donald Trump has given a lot of lip service at, in the past, bef- before even contemplating running for office, and and since to also being an anti-vaxer. So, I mean, he is he is literally anti-science. There's no other way to describe it, as far as what he says. That's kind of what I'm getting at here. Um, Cody, what's Donald Trump's platform like? Legitimately, like yeah, that's an amazing idea. I have no idea. Like, what is he gonna do? Because I don't know. Because um, I, he doesn't and it, know. Yeah, because in the that he doesn't know, and like he would literally just say anything in order to get elected. Like, and that was patently obvious to anybody that that listened to more than one speech of his, where he would contradict something he said in the last one, and like people would play him back messages where he said something, and then he'd be like, "I didn't say that." I'm like, you just heard your own voice say that. Didn't say that. I. So I literally have no clue what he wants. Like. Half his campaign has, and I haven't had a chance to, to thoroughly vet this, but, you know, half his campaign was all about getting rid of the Affordable Hair the, the Affordable Hair Act. Well, there's a, yes, the there's a Hair Donald Act. Trump slip. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the Affordable Care Act. Um, that's been half his campaign. I, I saw, I, I read a very brief thing where he says, oh, he's planning on keeping half of it now. Uh, he is, yeah, yeah, that's the other thing is, you know, because there's, his whatever his first hundred days in office his first hundred day action plan or whatever that people have from his hobble have hobbled together from his litany of speeches and you've and here I've got it pulled up right here so I'll rattle off a couple a couple of like his gems that he wants to do in the first hundred days um propose a constitutional amendment to impose term limits on members of Congress I agree with um, that actually. Uh, a hiring freeze on all federal employees. Um, for every new federal regulation, two existing federal regulations must be eliminated, which is kind of awesome in theory. But I there's a there's a fucking caveat to that. Um, five year ban on White House uh, f- White House personnel becoming lobbyists. Um, renegotiate NAFTA, um, which is kind of a big fucking deal. Uh, wants to withdraw from the TPP, which I for that but i mean he's got these big grandiose fucking things but the for instance the trans-pacific partnership just went through J- just happened how in the fuck are you gonna undo it how that fast? In the, yeah how the fuck are you gonna turn how the fuck are you gonna turn turn it around or um let's see uh, lift the restrictions on $50 trillion worth of job-producing American energy reserves so he would get rid of all of the reserve reserve limitations on all our natural gas and oil. Um, like, put the Keystone Pipeline through. Just, that's kind of shit where it's just like, oh, I'm going to do this. Some of this stuff Great. you don't have anything to do with. That and, like, how, how pray tell, is one going to do that? Um, you, you know... And part of it I agree with, like, some of the shit where it's like, I'm going to stop giving money to the UN and worry about our infrastructure. Great. What a good idea. But how exactly are we going to do that? Because I feel like there was some sort of contract or treaty signed with the UN, and, you know... Yeah, like, to be I, part of it, you have to do this? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that... I'm sure that there's there's a lot of that. Um, let's see. Oh, I mean, there, there, dude, there. This is like a 15 page article. Um, in in offshore oil acting, and you know, just there's so many. Oh yeah, here's the repeal, fully repeal Obamacare, and then here where it talks about like him talking about. Well, I'm gonna keep part of it. Um, 
end illegal immigration fully. Fully. Five year, five, yeah, um, five year mandatory minimum prison sentence for anyone after being deported once. Um, so, which, that makes a lot of sense to me. Somebody wants to come into your country and get a job and contribute, so what you're gonna do is you're gonna have taxpayer money pay for them to live in your country while they're housed and fed. Huh. Yeah. That doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to me. But, again, I think that that's... It's, like I said, there, there's there's a lot of a lot of problems. And I think a lot of the things that he said were lip service. I think they were. See, there's that. Like, I don't... You know, for all we know, like... And, I, and, and in, in my article on this, I left this as kind of like the glimmer of hope at the end of, like... Who knows? Maybe he's a great person, and he's and he's and you know, partial because as far as my thoughts on Donald Trump throughout the entire election, when he was first announced, like in the very like first 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 day, he said, "I think I'm going to run for president." My first thought was, "Okay, I can see where this is going." You know, that was my first thought. I was like, because all I knew about Donald Trump was, oh, he's that guy with the bad hair and tan. You know, only he does reality TV shows. And then as it was going along, my thought process, which I'm not sure if I fully gotten rid of this idea, is that, oh, he is saying this stuff because, you know, he's a reality TV guy. That's literally what he does. Like, he knows how to work a crowd. And, you know, then you catch, like, the private recordings and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, maybe he legitimately is, you know, more of a sleazebag than I thought. But on that same token, I think he's working the crowd. So he could be the best president we've ever had, but we won't know that until until it's over because I don't know what a fuck... Like, people that voted for him voted for an image that might not be him. And and, and that's and the see, problem I have, is that they no one stopped to think of, what is he saying? Like, what is his platform? What is he doing? Like, like he's contradicting himself. He's, he's and, and, and like, he's saying all these crazy xenophobic racist you know stuff and whether he plans to act on them or not regardless he's saying them and you're supporting that ideal which means you know the next guy that runs might legitimately feel them you know and part, the only thing that i can possibly hope and you sort of alluded to this and i'm gonna sort of steal your thunder a little bit i 100 percent agreed with your thing saying about like i wish he'd have ran as an independent yeah. I, I could have gotten behind this a lot more if he had ran as an independent, because he could have. He had the funding to advertise himself. He could have done, I mean, he could have hired the top notch of the top notch, uh, campaign, campaign advisors. There's no end to what he could have done. Which would have opened the door for it, somebody else. Exactly. Like, he could have really turned the fucking apple cart over. Like, that and, could have been his greatest act. But And right and right now, I feel like the best thing he could possibly do, and is, I still is think this the is Republican in play. Party? Well, I, I th honestly, I think he can I think he can sink the Republican Party, which I think would be one of the greatest things ever if one of the good old, established, been around for fucking ever parties goes away, and we actually have to have something else. Yeah, we... I mean, because st stagnant, stagnant water doesn't produce anything. I mean, except for mosquitoes. And, and, the, and, and the only other thing I can say about this is, wow, you know what, I bet you we're going to see a rise to anti-war Democrats again, because remember when that was a thing? Remember when that was cool? Like, remember whenever people actually, like, were against the war until their guy got into office and then we were okay with drone strikes and with invasions of people because their guy said it was okay. So that might actually be a thing. Yeah, and, and I mean, like I said, to, to go back to like the whole point of him, like why wasn't he independent? I mean, 
if you want to talk about a conspiracy, I mean, it wasn't all. It, it wasn't that Google was was setting up against him to win, or the media was against Donald Trump. No, the conspiracy is is that who did he pay and how much did he get? Did he pay to become a Republican? Because as as he was blatantly enjoyed saying, he's an outsider. He is not in the politics. He's not. He's not part of this. So who did he pay off to become a to become a, a Republican? It doesn't make sense. He should have been running as an independent because that should have been his option. Yeah, and actually, like, if you want to... Because, man, and I've said this and said this and said this so many times, and I this is one of my strongest, firmest beliefs on the planet. I may not agree with what you say, but, man, I'll fucking fight tooth and nail for you to say it. And if you wanted... If he wanted to run as an independent and, and say crazy fucking stupid shit like he said... Well, fuck, I mean, how? okay, I don't agree with it, but goddamn, like, yeah, that's an amazing concept because he's different. It could, because he's actually, look at what it, look at what an independent did. And it's, it's kind of amazing how easily as a country we fall back into the same old, same old, because, you know, Ross Perot did very reasonably well running third party with the reform party once, but... We're just kind of back to the status quo. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I don't know. It's, and I mean, as far as like why I don't think, you know, so, so Trump's idea of like, you know, he's going to march through the streets and sweep up all the illegal immigrants and like deport all the Muslims. I don't, one, the scarier thing about that would be less that he would order it and more that what, that's going to be like mobilizing the National Guard, right? You're going to, you're going to have to, probably further than that, you might have to mobilize many armed forces to do that. You're going to have to get the cooperation of every state to do this. You're going to have to, you know, get people's neighbors to, to rat them out. The scarier thing would be less that if he would order it and more that if people would follow it and not say, fuck you, man. And that is one thing that I feel that he has first. I mean, I don't see it, but I feel like he has that cult of personality about him where people who legitimately believe him would believe him fully would, would follow him. And, and, and you, you saw it when that picture came out, you know, what exactly the one I'm talking about where there's there at the Trump rally. And there's that lady, there's that lady who's just like infatuated and they're all cheering for him. And like, thank you, Jesus, for sending Donald Trump. Those people, and I've, they're all over social media, and it is insane. Mm. Yeah, I, I would I would like to read you a definition here, Cody. The definition of the word demagogue, which is a leader of a democracy who gains popularity by exploiting prejudice and ignorance amongst the common people, or whipping up the passions of the crowd and shuffle and shutting down reasonable deliberation. I just want to say that, <laughs> not to get too heady, but uh, I've been literally not to get too heady because I haven't finished any of them. But as far as like just doing little bits of research and stuff, I've once again tried to go through Edward Bernays's uh, propaganda. And because no one knows who the fuck that guy is. He was in in 28. He wrote this book. He's chiefly responsible as far as that you would know him by as the reason why bacon is as popular as it is. He was the one that talked doctors into telling you that that bacon would is the best food to have for breakfast. So you can thank him for bacon. But otherwise, he was basically a a propagandist, but he didn't see that as a negative term. Of so, I guess I, I guess the PC version of that would be though. I guess he would laugh at me using the word PC. Would be you know he was a PR guy. He was he's the father of modern PR is what is one thing he's been called. 
instead of selling a product based on its what makes it good, but before him, people would be like, oh, you need to buy a Ford. Why would you buy a Ford? Because Fords are reliable, sturdy, dependable. Fords provide for the American workforce. Fords, three miles per gallon is better than Chevy's. Fords are, you know, Ford parts are easy to change out, so servicing is cheaper. You know, they would say the truth about a product and why it's better and why you need it. He was the guy that said, no, man, no one's going to buy a product based on that. They're going to buy it because you sell them the idea of like, oh, yes, you should buy a Ford because, well, Jimmy, you know, Mr. Jones down the street there has a Ford. You should buy a Ford. Can't let him be better than you. Your wife wants to leave the house while you're at work. You should buy two Fords. One for her, one for you. Ah, yes, a Ford. The feeling of open road. The wind in your hair. Driving down the street. Freedom. Freedom as our country. Freedom is a Ford. He was that guy. And his book is fascinating in how scary it sounds. Like, when you read the things he says, they are frightening. Because they are delivered with such, like, blandness about about controlling the minds of the populace. Because he believed that the, the goal of the, the propagandist was... The, the goal of the propagandist was to act as the hidden government that to, to run the to, to run the country. And, and by that, he didn't mean some sort of weird, you know, New World Order or anything like that. But it, it was the job of, of the people in charge to outwardly control the minds of of the people that put them in charge by making them feel good or feel bad or whatever and the way he describes on playing on people's emotions you know and honestly this and, and i hate to do this because i'm sure it's mainly just correlation because i've read these two so close together i mean it's like oh man this is a blueprint for big brother i mean this did come out before 1984 did i wonder if george orwell read it and along that lines i've also been going through uh bits and pieces of plato's republic which <laughs> i know right oh let's let's uh let's curl our let's curl our pinkies up as we talk about this particularly there it's book four i believe uh yes where he kind of goes through his his different what 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 he what he finds is the different forms of government which in full disclosure pluto uh pluto <laughs> plato um um i you know i I was gonna say what I was gonna say was Plato's preferred form was the plutocracy, but then I kind of just got into like, well, there's this little dog that wants to uh, rule the world, um, which a plutocracy is otherwise known as an autocracy. So ruling by the, the the privileged elite that was his idea, or as he called them, the philosopher kings. And he would say that you know for for that to fail, all all forms of government fail in a certain di- direction. Uh, a timocracy, which is you know ruling by those who have that own all the land. Um, um, oligarchy, democracy, and then tyranny being the end of the line. And now this stuff makes more sense. I don't know necessarily about his his aristocracy stuff. I don't know about necessarily about that, but the other stuff kind of makes sense. Um, particularly, you know, his his reasoning is, you know, you know, the first one fails because they they want more, more money, and then and then that one fails because people want more freedom. And particularly where it comes to democracy now is that uh, a a democracy fails because well they've already won all their freedom over the oligarchy, but they're still in the quest for more and more freedoms and. They are then allowed to take it, be taken advantage of by by the cult of uh, charisma by by a sub by a demagogue you know somebody that can get in there and speak directly to them and tell them all the things they want and then not let go and that's how you get to a get to a tyranny and to me that makes because I mean I could never see I could never see a democracy failing upward kings and queens but I could see it getting you know taken over by a despot 
I don't know. Like, as for, from what he was kind of giving, he alludes to is like democracy is like the the least stable form of government because it can just swing around to its own whims. Um, and you know the things we have in pl- you know stuff like the electoral college was put into place to protect against stuff like that. You know, in theory. And <clears throat> see, you know, like I said, like I said earlier, the pragmatism in me versus the ideology i'm very much of the opinion that all government is a disease anyways the only i mean i think self-government is the only thing that actually works i really believe that but knowing that you can't whenever it's uh it's how things are i mean to try and advocate that is you're gonna look they're gonna look at you like you're crazy um I, I I feel that all government eventually corrupts. I feel that all of it eventually becomes it becomes to a point where you know those in power want to keep power. Those who don't, ha- those without are without. I feel that's the way it always comes. That's what it's always going to be. So the only real hope, if you actually want to do any of it, is to just fucking keep changing it and to keep trying to stay ahead of it. But I don't know. I I. I it is really funny when you start reading, like you're talking about reading Plato's Republic, and I'm actually, I've actually started reading William Goodwin's Political Justice, and it's pretty amazing when you start looking through it, and you know stuff from Plato's Republic's what 500 BC, something like that. Yeah, longer than ago than that, I think. Uh, okay. Um, uh, but anyway, like so, or you know. William Goodwin's is from, like, the early 1800s, and nothing changes. It really doesn't, so. But, yeah, like, and, you know, there's a lot of problems in there, because, you know, basically, just as, as far as our book report goes, he basically almost outlines the Society of Brave New Worlds at a point in there. And it, it, it's it's a fascinating read in that in the beginning parts when he sets this all up, and then what I want to I I want to do once I finish it I want to do I want to do Aristotle's Laws, which is like the the follow up to it as far or the critique of it because Aristotle was a student of Plato and he's like oh well you know I don't know let me just let me read what you've done and and like see if I can figure it out and why did I go back here I'm like well this is the foundations of like republics and democracies let's go back to the source and see where it all started I just. My biggest thing is... Which I believe... I believe Aristotle says that, that a constitutional republic is the highest form, so there is that. The I guess my, my thing is I don't really want to be told how to live my life, and I think... And I would like that option extended to other people if they want it. I don't know. I think all transactions should be voluntary, and I shouldn't have to, and I shouldn't have to pick. You know, but I'm not going to sit here and spout off fucking volunteerist or anarchist fucking rhetoric at people, because I, I know. I get it. I have a fringe political belief. I understand it. Whatever. But on that same hand, I, I just, I feel as though maybe, perhaps, everybody flipping the motherfuck out over this it is a little unwarranted, because I don't feel like it's going to be, I mean, don't get me wrong, Part of me thinks that Trump is probably going to be a disaster as a president, but the other part of me, and the more logical, realistic part of me, thinks that he's probably just going to be a four-year lame duck president. I I feel like I mean the only reason why I wouldn't say completely lame duck is just because there is Republican control of the House and Senate, just because so it'll allow him to get some of his stuff through, maybe tacked on to other things. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Which is why it's all the more important to fucking vote in your. Like, if you are vehemently against Donald Trump, that's why it's all 
all the more important to fucking take part in the bipartisan election or in the in the fucking senatorial elections. That's why it fucking that shit matters. But beyond that, beyond the whole like go vote thing, if you want to, and I can't even really say go vote as much because I understand it. If you don't, as a political statement, I respect and understand that too. So anyway, the the biggest thing that I guess I can say about it is. I don't know that it's going to be as fucking catastrophic as everyone is convinced it's going to be. Like, I think he, there's going to be a lot of international incidents. I think that's just a given. I think so. Um, I, I, I think he's going to do stupid shit and offend people. And he's going to make Americans look stupider than we already do. But, I mean, hell, who better to represent us than the walking, talking, tangerine YouTube comment? Because he is us. We are We are that intellectual... We are that... We are that stupid. We are we are that uneducated. I mean, it really, if nothing else, if you're that disgusted with who represents it, maybe rise above and be more. Yeah. Because we live we live in the world we live in the world of low expectations and fucking handouts. So maybe just maybe rise above and be better. Yeah, because I mean, I yeah, because that, that's it would require a grand conspiracy for him to do all the all the evils he, that he's proposing and and you know the problem with grand conspiracies is is they fall under their own weight the more people involved in them the more people can slip up because guess what people are fallible and people like Donald Trump are extra fallible and then right. the people he's going to convince you know unless he is the complete pawn in this you know they're going to screw something up and let something slip or one of them's going to decide to to leak it or whatever so you know yep uh uh gay marriage is probably going away and i'll probably tell you the way he's going to do it which uh cody will hoop and holler at it because i'm sure he that's the way he thinks it should be anyways um what he's going to do is he's going to say that it should not be a federal decision and it should be left up to the states but probably about eh, you know 45 states out of them all will say nope to gay marriage um so he'll so in in one sweeping you know thing he'll he'll be a, a champion of freedom and states right so he'll he'll look amazing um um you know the states will then look you know like oh look we have this big choice to choose and we aren't we happy and and but they'll be the ones that look like the jackasses to all the gay people is like oh why did texas vote for no gay rights and they won't think about the source on it and I don't think that's an increase in freedom, though, because that's less people getting to do what they want under the guise of more people getting to do what they want. Well, and my opinion of that is the same thing we talked about it on the last one, is I don't think that the government should be in the marriage business at all. This is true. Period. Period. I don't, I don't think they should be involved in any way, shape, or form of it. And also, I think that I don't... I don't think that just settling for gay rights being legal is it. I think that you need to continue to push for all rights. Yeah. Okay. We we've accepted as a society that two people can be of the same sex and can live together and be just as miserable as everybody else and bitch about the toothpaste and the toilet seat. Fine. Well, I don't know about that toilet seat one. Why isn't why isn't polygamy a thing? I mean, why why have we decided that that you know what I mean? I don't understand a lot of that. I don't think the state should be involved in any of that period. Um, I really, truly disagree with them being involved in any way, shape, or form. But also, part of me, I also believe that the pendulum has swung far enough culturally that the outrage would be so high if he overturned that. I I honestly don't know that that would happen. Um because I think that would be, I think people would flip the fuck. I don't know. The outrage was so high that Obama did it in the first place, though. 
Uh, fair point. But I, I mean, I I think regardless on stuff like that, you're almost you're almost completely safe if if you don't care if you don't care about what people think of you. It's not it, it doesn't stop you. Well, and I mean, it's the same thing with anything. It, it's the same thing with any federal regulation. People that want to smoke marijuana are going to do it, regardless of whether or not it's legal or not. People that are going to be into firearms are going to own them, regardless of whatever hoops and federal regulations there are. That's just going to be part of it. People that are, I don't know, people that are prostitutes are probably going to continue to be prostitutes and make a living as a prostitute, regardless of whether or not it's legal. So it doesn't really matter. All federal regulations do is facilitate a black market anyways. So I don't feel like further regulations are going to ever help. But, you know, this is a philosophical thing. This isn't necessarily... This isn't necessarily a, a thing on what will happen. But yes, I do agree. I think that fundamental things will change, and I think the paradigm is going to shift. I, I do I do think that. But I also don't think it's going to be near to the level of catastrophe that is predicted. But saying that, I can also... I, and I said this before he was elected. If there was a potential candidate who would be the last president we had, I could see it being him. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Because if he has the drive and has been planning for years, he could do a lot of harm. You know, I there were but there were benevolent billionaires out there that could have ran against him. Let's put let's put let's put that on the table too. I mean, I, I mean, and and you know, maybe maybe this will actually open up that as a thing where people who have the means could potentially rival to do this, and maybe they would run as an independent because they're so disgusted with him. I mean, surely, surely with the bar being this low, we're gonna, instead of settling for that, is that we're gonna rise above it, right? Yeah. Please, please. I don't know. You know, I mean, someone like, someone like Bill Gates could have gone against him and, you know, decided, hey, I'm gonna put my, you know, I spent all this money, you know, you know, helping people anyways, well, maybe I'll spend it in a different way to help people in a different way and fight, fight this billionaire. But, you know, but on that same token, that leads us to, like, do we want the presidency to be billionaires versus billionaires af- after this? In a way, it's already happened. Um, but if, if we just want to completely embrace the corporatocracy, I guess we could do that. But I, I, I... <sighs> God, we need, we need, and like I said earlier, I think it all comes down to cultural more than anything, because I feel like that's where you're going to make your most direct impact, is you can actually change someone's mind you work with, talk to, whatever, towards the better, or at the very least, y'all can come to a central conclusion on, on things. And I feel like you and I have done that. Yes. You're never going to agree with all of mine. I know that. I don't expect you to. I, I, the, the, day, the day you come to me and tell me the benefits of the non-aggression principle, I'll probably fucking have a heart attack. I just, I don't see you ever fucking doing that. But I think there's a lot of middle ground we have. And I think that's the same thing you can do with a lot of people is have a lot of middle ground on, hey, maybe this or that or the other thing. And y'all can actually learn like you're supposed to in politics. You know, oh, well, I disagree with your opinion, but let's, you know, like adults handle things instead of rioting and shitting on Donald Trump signs. Um, you know, you could actually handle it like an adult and then maybe decide something like, well, what if we did X and such for our town? We could do this to better our town where we, where we are every day and not, not worry as much about 
this thing in a place that we may not have never been to. Because a lot of decisions come out of Washington, D.C., and I've never... I've been there one time when I was in eighth grade. It's a place that affects a lot of things in my fucking life, but I don't actually see it. Whereas you could actually do something at a local level and potentially do some good as... You know, and it doesn't even need to be political. I mean, fuck, go volunteer at a soup bank, or it's, it's a soup bank. A soup. Where, oh, yes! Yeah. I, have, I, have, I have three three chicken noodles that I would like to deposit into my safety deposit account. <laughs> oh, yes, sorry, I... I'd, I'd, I'd like two minutes. What is the exchange rate between tomato and vegetable? Uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sir. The uh, is <laughs> all out, but we can offer you a we can offer you a, a nice tomato biscuit, a reasonable a reasonable exchange rate. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it goes to the same thing, like. In a way, it goes to that same level of politics becoming a religion that I feel like religion does. Because, yeah, you can pray for somebody and not do anything, or you can actually go physically help them. <laughs> well, you can you can vote that something will change, or you can actually go physically do something about it. And I, I think that that's a lot of it. You know, somebody should actually clean up this blah, 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 or you could just go fucking do it. Oh, that seems like a lot of work. That's life. Can't you just hire a maid to clean may- up instead? You know, pay somebody else to or fix if, your problem? Or maybe maybe if there was some sort of incentive program where it's taken out of my paycheck every month. That's easier. And then, yeah, let's just do that because, you know. I mean, that's how I pay for my cable. You know, I mean, it's an incentive thing out of my, you know, Netflix. And then there's there's Amazon Prime. And there's, huh. <laughs> Let's just do it all like that. In fact, why don't we just? Why don't we, you can have my entire paycheck, and I'll go. I'll go as my contribution to society, and you know, as long as everything's taken care of for me, that's all that matters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See. So, don't you like it whenever that happens? Whenever we talk about the current presidential election, and we wind up in this big, deep debate on like the overall theory of politics throughout time and space. I, yeah, I do. In fact, that's that's my favorite. However, um, one thing I am I am genuinely curious to see is. Is this going to be the blip on the radar? And when we look back, is this going to be like the blip on the radar, kind of? Or is this going to be a catastrophic, world-altering event? Because part of me can almost see it. And the best comparison I can make is post and pre-9-11. Because we can all agree how different the world changed that day. Um... But I, part of me wonders how different is it going to be, and then the other part of me just wonders if it's like, you know, people are going to look at it like, oh, yes, President Taft. <laughs> you know? Yeah. What did, what did he do? Uh, he like, didn't fit in the bathtub, what? I know that for sure. Let, let me look up the, the policies of President Taft. Ah, uh, yes. Just, just... You know, honestly, from what I understand, he was one of the ones, other than not fitting in a bathtub, I, I think he was kind of a douchebag. So oh, I'll just look up lame duck presidents. Then is that better? Um. Well, you know, no, we can look up what Taft is. Oh wow, these are like fucking essays. I just wanted a list. Oh, apparently President Taft, President Taft lost like 150 pounds after he got out of office. You probably should have done it before then, huh? He reformed tariffs. Is it Taft, Taft reformed thing. tariffs? Yes. Well, that sounds terrific. And he established the Bureau of Labor. Those are his big contributions. Okay, I'm gonna look up lame duck presidents. Because at least Taft's memorable for something. I mean, you know, Taft's fat, Trump's hair. Lincoln's hat. 
Washington's wooden teeth. Appar- apparently, Obama for the amount of executive orders he's released. Would you like to? Would you like to tell our people about that? Because I know this this fired you off. It the other did. Day. Yes, I was sitting in there and people were so excited that o- that Obama was gone out of the office because he had he had listed. You know, he had. He had put out so many executive orders. I mean, he was just controlling things left and right. I mean, he was a dictator. And the only, the only reason why he st- stepped down was because he was going to go off to rule the world from hollow earth or whatever. And, and I was like, yeah, you know, so I decided I'm going to do some research on this. And yeah, Obama has had the most executive orders um, right behind George Bush, uh, George W. Bush and Jimmy Carter and Lyndon B. Johnson. And I think I think that's no, no. Richard Nixon and Bill Clinton and uh, Ronald Reagan and Dwight D. Eisenhower, uh, Harding, Taft, Truman, um, Hoover, Hoover, uh, Roosevelt, uh, Theodore, that is. And um, that's it. Except for Calvin Coolidge, uh, Woodrow Wilson and um, FDR. With which FDR's was three thousand five hundred and twenty-two. Though he was in the office for an extra four years. But but FDR. But wait, FDR is the one who got America through the through the Great Depression. I thought. I thought he was fucking like one of the demigods that should have been the fifth face on Mount Rushmore. What what what, what do you mean? Well, I mean he did that, that through executive co- orders. Come on, man. Like that 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 doesn't cooperate with that story. Yeah. You, so either executive orders aren't as bad as they sound, or the fact that you're 16th on the list might be a good thing. It, it it's one of those where it's gonna be it just Jesus Christ. It's just gonna be one of those things where people are gonna fucking. It's gonna be Obama's fault because every well anything Trump touches is gonna be his fault or fucking you know, Obama's fault or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I mean, you know, there was a lot of, and that's the thing is, you know, for the the past eight years, everything has been Obama's fault. Apparently, I mean, I stubbed my toe the other day and I was like, "Fuck you, Obama." Uh, you put that table there, I know it. It was part of your master plan. And I mean, everybody's been doing that. For It, it, it was... They were smearing the Democrats before the Democrats were even running for office again. Yeah. I, I mean... But I mean, you know, and well, you know that everything that Obama had to fix was Bush's fault, and then everything Bush had to fix was Clinton's fault. And everything Clinton and had I mean, to fix was, fix was Bush's fault. Ooh, I'm seeing a pattern well, Right, here. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, huh. So... Who was the last matter? one that got everything it, straightened out, Cody? Taft. Um... <laughs> probably like probably like Grover Cleveland or maybe maybe Gerald Ford or something. Mm, yeah, because I think I th- is wasn't Gerald Ford the one that's actually considered the worst president of all time because he like inherited the what was it he he basically inherited the it, the end of Vietnam the inf- like the fucking depression and then like the energy source like or the energy shortage and he like got handed all this shit and only because I only only got one term. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go with guess. That sounds right. Because I thought I thought there was like the there's that one guy that legit- just got fucked. Yeah, and I think it was Ford. I really do. Because or it's just like he got all the all the fucking bullshit. Maybe it was Grant because no one knows who's in his tomb. What, was it Phil? Was Fillmore the one that died in office? Yes. Yes. I mean, yes. Yes. I'm pretty sure it was Fillmore died in office. Cause like he had a cold or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So. Or something. No. No. Um. Well, there was the one guy that that died like on his inauguration day because it was raining and he caught like pneumonia. Yeah, that's a- 
Yeah. Is that who you're thinking of? I think that yeah. was... Um, was it Van Buren or something? I don't remember. It's one of the ones that gets streets named after him, I feel, for dying. <laughs> uh, not one Garfield. Oh, Will, Will, William Henry Harrison. That's, oh, yeah, that's what I was saying, too. I was like, I think it's... Because uh, I was thinking it's one of those I was I was kind of thinking... The... Oh, I, <laughs> see, if it, wasn't for, if it wasn't for that, he would have saved us all. Yep, because let's see, what was... I feel that that was some sort of some sort of time traveling bandit was the one that killed Harrison, and that's how we, we ended up with Donald Trump today. Time travel. I'm invoking it. Well, well, I'm I invoking that, it. Well, I was going to say. Well, what, actually, I think you know what? Maybe we could make the argument that William Harrison's contribution to to um, the presidency was shorter inauguration speeches because apparently he did it in the rain and it was two hours long for him to do it. Ah. So, and, and maybe maybe I did a long maybe did a lot to uh, to in, increasing um, how important the vice president is to the running session running session is that, is <laughs> yeah because I'm sure, I'm sure before that it was like ah what the fuck I could just like cruise and sit back and not fucking worry like, about oh, it fuck. <laughs> they just die oh, sometimes I got a fucking whoa I got to work what the hell oh man that's funny yeah because Van Buren's who took his. Uh, or no, Van Buren's who we beat. Can we bring back the wig party? Oh, or the bull moose. <laughs> That's my favorite name ever. Like it does. It doesn't matter what else. Like that's my favorite. <laughs> bull moose. You, you like bull moose over wig? The, well, I think we should have sillier names. Like what? Yeah, like, I mean, the, I mean we... <laughs> like the grape preserves party. <laughs> the grape coupon. Like ah, <laughs> oh, yes, an outdated commercial. Like, pardon me, would you like some grape coupon in your White House? Don't poop on my white White House. Um. It's like we had the Minutemen. Now we need the second men, which stand behind the first men. Which and don't even get us started on what those third and fourth guys do. But don't get the first men confused with the best man. <laughs> first man, best man. Oh man, oh man. Mm-hmm. What would your political party name be? Ooh, I don't know that I'd actually have one. I don't. God, see, now you get me on the thing. Like I don't know that I'd fucking start one. Well, you would have to start one. <laughs> Start one to immediately disband it. Mm-mm. Like, oh, this doesn't drive. Like, I don't want hierarchy at all. Like, just ban <laughs> the no hierarchy political party. The so higher than your latest. party. <laughs> there you go. Ah, yes. But my my personal solution to that whole pro- political party thing is no one's allowed to do- donate more than a thousand bucks to a political party or candidate. I think that's generous. I was gonna say a hundred. And to oh, offset see, this, get... there'll be a PBS for politics. <laughs> oh God, who'd watch that channel? Well, you know, it's every every candidate, you know, issues and stuff are debated there on this channel, and they can run anytime. They run and repeat, so it, so no one has an excuse not to catch them. Um, you know, any, any party can can put their shit up there. I also like the idea of like not actually ever seeing who the candidate is. Maybe it's just candidate A, B, C, and D, um, and it's just a list of what they want to do and what they don't want to do. No, 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 no. Like, cause it's important to have the taller one and the right color tie and the right inflection. Like, come on now. No, I, I think, I think candidates should be should be required to keep their their identity secret until like I don't know, it's a couple weeks before. Maybe not even then. <laughs> So, like, Maybe we shouldn't even ever know who the president is. Yeah, you have the naval spaceless. Uh, yeah, they'll they'll, they'll just be like you know, like instead of Donald Trump, it would be you know, two, he he would be you know 2016 B 
It's like, oh, yes, yeah, 2016B won this year. Oh, that was way better than... <laughs> I, I can't wait. I'm hoping that, you know, 2020C is going to be the victor. So you don't even know if they got reelected even. Just stray policies. Maybe like if you're a member of Congress or something, you know who it is. Because why do we need to know what they say or, or if they got their dick sucked in the office? I don't know about you. I mean, if I'm in the Oval Office, that's the first thing I'm doing. Dick sucking. <laughs> Either I'm sucking a dick or someone's sucking my dick or like I'm just going to watch or... a video of a dick being sucked. I don't know. <laughs> Come here, Dick Cheney. Like, yeah, let, just... let me watch your dick. That's my take. <laughs> all dicks all the time. Oh, that's funny. Oh, all right. Oh, oh. So, Venerable Reverend, do you have any good live nudes words to leave our illustrious listening audience with? No, I think we've done a lot enough grandstanding and, like, quote, mining and rejiggering of, of thoughts that I think we should leave everybody to their, their own devices to come up with their own good words. That's what I say should happen. You out there, you come up with your own good words and you stick to them. Don't listen to anybody else's good words. Amen. It's getting cold outside. I need to eat some hot soup to warm me up. Nothing makes me hotter than finding my way over to bspodcast.us Stroking my fingers across their Facebook page or listening to them via iTunes. Also, Stitcher. Oh yeah, they have all the right moves and oral pleasure. (sighs) Oh my. Oh goodness. I know you're John Fingering to my voice. I was going to try and do Ahura as Shatner, but I don't know how to do a girl voice and the Shatner inflection. I was going to try, though, but I don't know that I'm physically able to do that. God, I don't know how to do this. Well, well, I just don't know. No, I can't, God, I can't do this. I don't have that much mental capacity, which doesn't surprise anyone.